she she ended up getting engaged to a butcher or something. He was like a butcher in town. He was like he's a bit older than her, but um, she was like you could tell that her heart was never in it. She really had the she had eyes for this other kid in town, but he was a tailor. They actually ended up getting married. The the this girl in the, the tailor. butcher or the tailor? No, the tailor. She married the tailor, so oh. she ended up breaking up with the butcher. Oh. Married the tailor. It all worked out great. It all, I mean, Is that a lateral actually, move? Ooh, you know, I mean, I mean, those are both old school, old they world are. trades. But they are. Your are father, you your up father's a tailor. Yes, he is. He's like he, he's, and yeah, that's old school for him. I mean, like he's like he's, like he's old school. He's, he's eighty years old. Well, so right. Yeah. I mean, that's inherently old school. Any school yeah. that's eighty years old is an old yeah. school. And he's been doing it since he was twelve. So, oh my, Sal, that's nearly a hundred billion years. years. Yeah. Not, not math is not good. For, I'm not strong. Wow. In math. Or 68 years, but whatever. 74, 68. It's... 90210. We'll move on. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is the Backstage Pass Podcast. My name is Mike. And my name is Sal. Welcome, and thank you for coming back and, uh, and listening to all of the nonsense that Sal and I are spewing about uh, tailors and butchers and soldiers and spies. It's like that John the Car novel, ta- Sal. You know what oh. I'm talking about? Tailor, butcher, soldier, spy? Yes. Yep. It's actually... I have it on audiobook right now. It's such a good... Novel. Long book that I've never read. Um, we is it a are, novel or is it based on real life? You know, as I know uh, nothing about matter. it, I really can't speak to that. But I'm just going to keep interrupting you while you're trying to Would do the show here. I think, that, that I think that's, that's my job in this. All this. I it certainly feels that way. It, it certainly does. feels okay, that sorry. way. I'll, I'll be quiet now. We are so pleased that you decided to come back. We got a lot of exciting stuff uh, to get to you today. Uh, we're actually going to have. Um, uh, have an interesting conversation with someone who is inherently not interesting. We are going to tell you about what's going on in the arts world. We've got uh, just just a whole slew of stuff that we want to talk about. We're going to talk to you a little bit about what's coming on next week's episode. Big, exciting guests on next week's episode. So exciting. But first, let's do some formal introductions. I said to you earlier, my name is Mike. That's true. I am Mike McCord. I am the Capital Campaigns Director for the Proctor's Collaborative. And my name is Sal Prezio. I am the program and events manager for the Proctor's, Co- Proctor's Collaborative. Yeah, you I went, can say that too. You, you went up on collaborative again, uh, Sal. You just you struggle. It's a tough word. There's a lot of letters in there. Some collaborative. Proctor's couple, Collaborative. A couple of vowels, right. We're actually going to talk to Sal later in this episode. We're going to hear all about uh, what he does for the Proctor's Collaborative. Um, it's going to be uh, very exciting stuff. Uh, Sal, I want to actually... I've very important stuff that I want to talk to you about first. Sure. Fire away. So I have I have a question for you. Okay. And then I have a dad joke for you. Oh, I've got you, a dad I've got a dad joke for you today. Oh. Yeah. Should we start with should we start with the dad jokes? Yeah. Let's start right, you, off. You, with go, the dad. you you go first. You go first. Okay. Why did the cookie go see the doctor? Why did the cookie go see the doctor? I don't because, know, so. Because he was feeling crummy. Oh. Good. I right. approve. I approve. Can we, can we insert applause at that point right there? I, we already did. It was That'd already there. Yeah. I really um, would like to put applause. That's, well, it deserves it. Uh, let me ask you this, Sal. What happens when you mix a pig and a dinosaur? What do you get when you mix Ooh, a pig uh, and a dinosaur? Pigasaur? Jurassic pork. Oh, Jurassic pork. I like uh, that. That's more coughing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Sal, here's my question for you. Uh, the weather is finally getting nicer. Um we have been stuck inside as a result of COVID-19 and all of the stuff uh, just stuck and not, no one's been doing nothing. Sal, now that you can get outside a little bit, what is the best part about finally getting outside uh, and into some of that nicer weather? 
Um, I'm going to say what's my favorite thing. I mean, yeah. aside from naked unicycling. Seems like an overshare, but I'll stand by it. Okay, good. Uh, just generally enjoying the sun. I mean, I built a pool over the weekend for the kids, Ooh. so they're enjoying that. Yes. Yeah. And by Dang. the way, I only cycle unicycle naked at night, so nobody sees me. Just in case you're wondering. And you can edit this part out of the show later on. <laughs> oh, no. No, this is staying. Oh, this is staying. Great. Yeah. And I'm there's the make image. A Anybody who knows me now will now be picturing me unicycling in the nude at nighttime. I give to this show, McCord. I give. I See, do, it has I, never I been made clear to me, me what to give all to this of show. you. <laughs> if there were rails, this whole show just went right off of them. We, yeah, we would have gone way off of them. Okay. Uh, so, so what's next? Well, God, I just uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, no, you know what's actually or tuning out. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what's next, Sal. Uh, now is the time that we hear all about what's going on. What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? Oh, what okay. Happen? All right. Um, this is the part so where you're going to put my cool theme music in, right? It already happened, Sal. You missed it. Oh, I missed the theme music. Okay, here we go. Arts updates around the Capital Region. Uh, Capital Region. How's that? Words is that better? Hard. Good. Troy Foundry Theater. Check them out on social media. Tons of great videos, including Cooking with Botwicks. Yes. Huh? I can say Botwicks. Lots of fun. Uh, so check them out. Uh, Troy Foundry Theater. I check. I saw. I watched some of the cooking with Botwicks. Oh yeah. Um, it's. I guess I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure what to expect. It's. I mean, it was. It's just really zen. Like Which, they. There's some just really like laid back music because they live stream it. So so it sort of starts with as you're waiting for them to sort of get ready and you know for the appointed hour. And uh, yeah, it was just. It was just really peaceful to watch. Dare I was, you say uh, serene? I do dare. I so dare. I so okay. dare say serene. All right. In addition to the Troy Foundry Theater, check out our friends at the Contemporary Circus of Immersive Arts on Facebook. Aaron Marquise, personal friend of the pod. Yes. Podster. Potter. Potter. Nope. Nope. We're we're already stealing friend of the pod from a different podcast. Okay. But I'm just going to say Potter pod. Anyways, anyways, check out Aaron Marquise. He's a friend of the pod and one of the first and only performers at UPH. Who's actually, in fact, the last performer at UPH to perform before we closed down uh, due to COVID-19. But anyways, yeah. uh, it is uh, high-end artistic uh, circus arts, and uh, they are fantastic. Our friends Aaron's are really tr- great. We are actually, Aaron's going to be a guest on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Uh, After? We have, we have so confirmed. Oh, okay, no. Good. Oh, let's, okay. Let's sorry, hold back. All right. Uh, our friends over at the Troy Music Hall are presenting Howie Mandel on September 23rd and uh, fellow podcasters. How's that? You like that better? Sure. Uh, the Moth on October 6th. Although I would not put us in The Moth in the same echelon. Definitely not. Okay. Nope. Uh, over at The Eggs, Stephen Lynch on July 18th and The Mercy Beatles on August 6th. Coming up at SPAC, the Doobie Brothers on July 26th and Rod, the Bod Stewart, the man with the voice of a legend on July 29th. Now That's we what's happening. Say, we should say all of these things are very much uh, subject to change in this world of coronavirus and all of that fun stuff. No one has any idea what, uh, what the future really holds at this point. Um, it is an unfortunate piece of our, uh, of our lives nowadays that a lot of the promoters 
and presenters are having to reschedule. It's all up in the air. So yeah, so uh, don't uh, don't don't quote us on any of this. This is what is uh, uh, is official as of the recording of this on May the twenty first, twenty twenty. Before you go to your show, make sure that your show is happening. Is going to you. That's what that's what I would say. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what's going on at uh, at Proctor's Collaborative. So we are a production of Collaborative Studios that is an offshoot of Proctor's Collaborative. Uh, Proctor's Capital Rep and Universal Preservation Hall being among the important pieces of the collaborative puzzle. Uh, a lot of really cool stuff that we are doing um, in addition to this podcast, which is arguably the coolest thing that we're doing. Oh, by far. If you are not watching this podcast and are instead listening to this podcast, please know that you can watch this podcast on our arts and entertainment channel on Open Stage Media. So you can check out OpenStageMedia.org. You can check out our um, our actual channel on uh, on the television there. The, the uh, Sal, can you tell us a little bit about uh, about what our, our OSM, Open Stage Media channel, is going to look like? Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be called Collaborative Studios, and it will launch at some time in June. We don't have the launch date yet of it, but it's going to essentially be uh, a all-encompassing, ensconcing, shall we say, mm. uh, arts channel um, featuring everything from culinary arts to music to um, face painting, uh, makeup arts uh, to you know circus arts, anything that you can think of that is in the realm of the arts world. We are going to feature local, regional, national talent on this uh, well produced. Um, I think you'll, uh, people will be really impressed with the quality of what we're offering. And uh, 24-7, 365. That is fantastic. I am... Uh, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, we are... We're actually... We're very, we're very pleased that this podcast is a part of all of that. So if you are watching us on... Uh, on the Collaborative Studios channel, uh, we are so pleased that you can see uh, my face, and I'm sorry that you have to look at Sal's. Uh, oh, yeah, what, a, what a shame! What a shame! shame. Um, we should also say, just for the record, that uh, if you see anything shot uh, like on our stages, um, either at UPH or at Proctor's, we just want to say, for the record, we are going through all sorts of uh, efforts to make sure that those are safe studio spaces. Yes. So everything is being sanitized. Everything is being cleaned. We're keeping people as far apart as we can, You know, making sure that we are doing our part to... Anton yeah, and the know. team. Always Anton, cleaning everything. Anton Riley uh, is, uh, is in charge of, uh, of maintaining the cleanliness of our building at Proctor's, and uh, he's just... Uh, he's the best. He's, he's, uh, he's yes. a heck of a guy, and he's doing a great job. Uh, and making sure that we're all being healthy and safe. So shout out to Anton. Thank you very much for that, my friend Anton. Uh, what else is going on? I do want to say, we now this is something that you have missed uh, potentially, but last weekend from the date of this recording, we actually held the first time ever, the oh, virtual... Yeah. Yep. High School Musical Theater Awards. Now, this we're, we're a part of the Jimmy Awards, which is a national awards. Think of the Tony Awards, only for high school productions. Uh, the Jimmy Awards is a, is a real thing. If you're unfamiliar with them, you should check them out. Uh, Google that, uh, if you would, because it's some really cool stuff. The, the, the young man who won Best Actor at the Jimmy Awards, I want to say two years ago, uh, is now one of the leads in Dear Evan Hansen. The producer of Broadway Hanson, yeah, saw him in wow. that award show. He won. He, you know, he won the best actor for uh, you know at the national level. And based on his performances in that award show, uh, they cast him in Dear Evan Hansen. Okay, so this do you is a, know where he was deal. from? 
Uh, I no, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm just I should have. No, no, it's okay. I, I was just known curious. These things before he I wasn't local though. Right. He was not one of our kids. No, he okay. was not one of our kids. But he's. Uh, uh, I know that a bunch of our kids uh, <clears throat> met him. I know that Grace Janiszewski, who's in charge of uh, uh, the Jimmy Awards or the High School Musical Theater Awards for Proctors, uh, said he's just a really sweet kid. So um, that's great. Not even a kid. Now he's a he's a full grown Broadway Broadway star. So good for him. Yeah. Uh, but so our kids. Uh, locally, we had nearly 30 high schools sign up for High School Musical Theater Awards. And usually what we would do is we send adjudicators out to watch all of these musicals. And we judge them on all sorts of different categories, have a big meeting. We come up with our local winners, and it's a big to-do. It's our sort of our own version of the Tony Awards, but in upstate New York. Yeah. Now, with everything that's happening, again, we had to cancel. Kind of a bummer. Not kind of, definitely a bummer. But what we ended up doing was we reached out to all of the, all of the high schools, and we asked as many of them as were able to send us video of their rehearsals or if they had filmed you know, uh, a dress rehearsal or, or one of their performances. You know, so we were able to actually put together this hour-and-a-half-long show that featured... <laughs> You know these these young student actors and musicians, and these awesome performances. Really, some just incredible performances. I mean, these kids are just top notch. Um, we we had a, a, a there was a fundraising piece to this. The community really came out and supported. We raised o- almost actually over four thousand dollars that night uh, in support of this program. I mean, it was really it was really something. Um, so if you haven't gotten a chance to watch that, we want you to go back watch that. You you will be genuinely impressed by. By some of the local talent, uh, and and like I said, all these all these schools are, you know, I think the school farthest away. I mean, we're talking about maybe Mayfield, Warrensburg. You know, those yeah. are kind of far flung from from Albany or Schenectady, but still part of our backyard. We're just we're so so impressed by everything these kids did. I was impressed by the the passion and enthusiasm they all had for the event. I mean, that was really was cool. Great. Despite everything else going on in the world and, and the insanity that it is, everybody being locked up in their houses, it was just cool to see everybody come out and really be supportive of it and be enthusiastically supportive of it. Yeah, so. we actually we did this cool thing on the night that I don't think you can see anymore because it was on Instagram, but we actually had a virtual red carpet. So we had kids, they were dressing in their formal wear yeah. and doing like virtual red carpets, you know, taking the pictures, posting it on Instagram. We were... We were reposting on the on the uh, Proctor and and uh, School of Performing Arts Instagrams. Um, yeah, it was really it was really cool to see the community come together. I mean, you know, people coming out of the woodwork to support this whole thing. It was really really something. So, and the kids call it the gram. The kids call it so those kids. They call it today. the gram. Yeah. Kids today. Uh, so shout out to all those kids because you guys did a heck of a job. We are truly truly honored to. Uh, to count you, uh, really, we don't even count you among our staff. We're we're here to support you guys, and we're just happy to be along for the ride that you guys are taking us on because it was really for impressive. Sure. So, so good job, everybody. Um, we've got a bunch of more stuff that's coming up. Uh, nothing that we're quite ready to announce, other than that channel that's coming in June. But um, you know what? I lied. I'm going to tell you about one more thing. We're going to talk more about this in the next episode. Um, but the the next act play summit. The oh. new Play Summit, yeah. that's coming yes, June twenty second through twenty second. Yep, um, gonna be really again. We're doing it a little bit different than we ever have because we're going virtual for a lot of it. We've but, gone virtual. Um, it's really, it's gonna be a really great show. Uh, it's gonna be spanning four days. It's gonna be a bunch of new plays. Um, 
There's uh, there's a young playwrights component to it. We've already selected the the kids who are part of the young playwrights group. I mean, really, it's going to be really great. So keep an eye out for that. Agreed. We are so so, and that that's uh, that's sort of what's what's up with the Proctor's collaborative side of things. Um, so normally, uh, in this spot in our show is when we we find a featured guest. Mm. We find someone that is interesting and compelling someone that the general public would be really interested to hear from. Yeah. None of those people were available. Oh. So, so who do we we're get? Gonna t- we're going to talk to Sal. Oh. Well, thank you. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint everybody. So I'm playing um, D, E, F, G. Or you know, it's just we didn't even give it a letter. Did we go to like the Latin alphabet or the... It was just... It was just some planned. Cyrillic letters? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we went Cyrillic. We went Cyrillic. Now you can go straight to plaid, and right. we went straight to Cyrillic. We went. Okay. We skipped plaid and went to straight Cyrillic. To Cyrillic. Okay, yeah. good. So uh, Sal Prizio, events. And who are you? What's your title again? What do I do? <laughs> Program and events manager at the Practice Collaborative. Can I give you a little behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen? Sal and I have talked about this no fewer than one hundred and seventeen thousand times. Yeah, and every single time I try to tell you what Sal's title is, and I can never do it. No, Program and events... Manager. Manager. Yes. I really... I, I mean... Just, I'm not even trying to be funny, Sal. I genuinely just... It won't stay in my brain. I'm sorry. Yes. Sal, what do you do? What does that mean, You're the events and programs manager? Well, first of all, as you know, anybody that works at Proctor's, we have always have the other duties as assigned. So there sure. are a melange of activities that we do that is right. not in our titles. But programs and events manager, what I do is I do my best to research talent that's out floating out there in the universe and bring it to the correct space at within the Proctor's universe. So I will find a certain band and figure out which room we have that works best for them, whether it's UPH, which is right behind you, the main stage, which is right behind me, or any of our spaces that we program over at Rivers Casino or GE Theater and match the band with the room based on size and type of music and audience and uh, program seasons based on those kind of components. So tell me, a l- tell me a little bit about uh, a little bit more about the the programming part of it. So, if you are, how does it work? Does uh, does do the folks at Proctor say, "Hey, Sal, here's here's GE Theater, here's UPH, here's Rivers Casino, fill the space"? Do they say, "Well, sure, hey, there's a here- bit of that," or okay? So me I mean, more. it there's there's a bit of you know here's the space, fill it. More you know something like a UPH where it's a brand new space. It was okay. What's going to work in this room, and what are we going to try, and how is it going to work? So. Uh, you have to try to figure out what your audience is like up in Saratoga and try to, in some ways, match the talent too. whether we're doing the circus or comedy or music or, you know, name it, a trade show, anything. Um, what, are the, what are the sweet spots for that audience and try to program it accordingly? But uh, the tricky thing or the fascinating thing for me now is, is having multiple venues to program and figuring out, all right, well, this agent reached out to me with this particular band, and I'm like, I really like them, or I think they'll work well up here, but which venue are they going to work best in? What do they fit best in, audience-wise, size-wise, et cetera? So tell me about the audience. I mean, so you, so somebody says, I don't know, I, how, how, again, a little bit more about how, how you select these acts. I mean, do you, do you think, is there, a, is there a particular type of music that 
folks in the capital region particularly like? Is there? Uh, I mean, there's. Here's the thing. It's interesting because, like, just like anywhere else, you're going to have segmented audiences, people that like particular types of music. But country really resonates well up here. So does jazz. Um, more than most markets of our size, jazz does well up here. Um, you have to be specific about it, but you know, jazz does well. That classic rock does really well. But again, like I wouldn't put your standard classic rock band in a UPH behind you. It's that space is more of a sit and listen kind of room. So I'm going to do something that's folk or singer songwriter in that space or jazz. Whereas if I'm doing like your typical kind of four or five piece classic rock band that's going to blow the doors off the place, it's probably Rivers Casino. I mean, it makes more sense in there. Right. You know, tell me a little bit about uh, about UPH, um, and, and by by that I mean, let me tell you a little bit about UPH. Insofar as it took twenty years for UPH to to yeah. finally come online, from the time that the the church uh, was condemned, literally condemned. Yeah, there was a a community group that got involved. They stabilized the building. They were trying to fundraise for years and years and years. Uh, Proctors got involved in about twenty fifteen, and. 14 or something million dollars in later. and yeah. the building was uh, was finally open opened on leap day of 2020 uh roxanne sorry roseanne roxanne. cash yeah roseanne cash yeah roseanne cash oh see how son of johnny much i've done my my daughter of johnny my research okay we both did really well in that yeah uh, but roseanne cash was our opening act uh, I believe you were responsible for uh, for getting Miss Cash yes, to come. I was. Thank you very much. It was a yeah, heck of a show. It was. But after twenty years, and uh, uh, and we opened on February 29th, and then twelve days after that, we, we had to shut down. Yep. Uh, so that was a shame. Now, in in those twelve days, though, we had Roseanne Cash. We had Louis Anderson, stand up comedian. We had the Marquise Family Circus. Mm-hmm. Circus. We had uh, Chris Bodie, jazz trumpet player. Yep. So did a local I mean, jazz show too. Local jazz show. So I mean, already in in twelve days, we had. That's a lot of that's a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Right? That. What's the personality of that room going to be? Do you think is does that does that room have a particular personality? What are you going to put in that room? What what once everybody is open and you know we can start. Doing I like shows again. I like the first part of your question better. Because I don't like to specifically segment exactly what I'm going to put in a room. But the personality of the room kind of speaks to how people are going to treat the room, right? So the personality of that space is, I mean, it is a former church. It has a bit of reverence to it, although all religious iconography has been sure. removed removed yeah. from the space. And also the stained glass windows didn't have any of that. So while it has a religious kind of feel to it because you're in a former church, it's not overt in any way, but the point is, is that that room is a space you go into and you feel like you're in the artist living room, not only with the sight lines, with, but how close you are to the artist. I mean, we, I think we measured in the furthest seat you are from the stage is less than 30 feet. I mean, it's insane how close you are and it holds almost 700 people. So you have to think about it in that, in those sorts of terms, Right. So if I have this living room type setting and it's a very intimate atmosphere and you're very close and personal, it's almost like a, a a personal concert that the artist is doing for you. So what types of shows would you do in there? So you want to do things that are that are sit and listen, that are you know feel interactive in the way that it's you're you're very intimate with the artists themselves. So that's kind of more of the approach that I'm taking to programming it. Those sorts of things, whether it's 
you know, it's kids shows that you're doing. The artists are able to really interact with the children. It's, you know, they're very close together. Or these huge high-profile shows that we're doing with people like Chris Bodie or Roseanne Cash, where, again, it's like, wow, I feel like I'm in Chris Bodie's, you know, house listening to him and his band jam out sort of thing. So that's the message I'm trying to articulate a lot to the talent uh, the talent agents that I speak to and the tour managers. I said, you know, the, the space is in the round, but it's very intimate. You have to understand this is a listening room. This is the behind the scenes or the, remember when MTV used to do the storytellers? It's kind of mm-hmm. very much a space for that. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I mean, I'm, I'm very excited to see what, um, what, what you're going to bring to that space. So am I. Once, once everything is, uh, is back up and running. Um, you know, in the meantime, uh, what what are you doing? What's your sort of pet project, if there is one for you, uh, that that you're leading during this coronavirus shutdown time? Sure, sure. So instead of programming currently, instead of programming uh, physical shows, we're I've been tasked with programming a television station. So that's kind of the new flag that I've picked up and run with. Uh, it's been fun actually because I've been working with a lot of the local artists that I would work with on other projects and say, hey. Do you have music videos that we could use? Or, hey, can you, do you want to pitch us on a TV show? And we have really cool shows coming your way. Uh, for example, Sean Rao, who's, a, who's well-known as a forager and can show you which herbs and berries and stuff, you know, fungi out in the woods that you can go eat. Um, he does a cooking show based on that. He'll go in the woods, collect all this stuff, and show you how to cook it. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, one more question for you. So is there anything that we're doing that's kind of live? concert do you mean like again yes. i know that we're yes. that there's some limitations but like is there anything that where someone can get in a car and go to a place and see a thing yes actually that's cool that you mentioned that get in the car because uh we've partnered with the jericho drive-in and we're going to be doing a series of drive-in concerts this summer which i'm super excited about um so basically the concept's going to be you're going to find out which artists are coming go on the proctor's website buy your tickets it's going to be a flat price per car um you just show up we scan your ticket. You come on in, tune in to the correct FM station, which will tell you. The band's going to be in front of you on stage playing. You're going to be able to see them. You hear it. You can adjust the volume of your own concert in your car. Enjoy the show for about 75 minutes, and then you go home. It's the most convenient concert you can ever go see. Best concert ever. And you don't parking, have to worry about parking. Parking and seating is all, all in one. All in one. Uh, that's, that's really cool. Sound. I, I really want to compliment you on, oh, thank uh, you. on the – yeah, that's it. No oh, specifics. Just yeah, just compliment, compliment me in general. <laughs> yes, just in general. No, I really want to compliment you on the on the creative way that uh, that you and the whole programming team at at the Proctor's Collaborative are are coming up with some stuff. Uh, well, thank to, you to keep to keep us going. Um, and and like we said, folks, there is a ton of stuff coming. Uh, we have not yet officially announced the start date for the Collaborative Studios Network, but once that is up and running, just content on content on content. Plus, we're doing our best to make sure that the stuff that Proctor's and Capital Repertory Theater and UPH have done in the past continue. So if you're a big fan of the Shaken and Stirred event at UPH, which I understand is quite the party up in Saratoga, uh, we're we're working on bringing Shaken and Stirred to you, a little bit virtual, a little bit not. Um, Like we said, the Next Act Play Summit uh, coming to Capital Repertory Theater. Um, It's... uh, the the coronavirus has slowed us down, but man, we still we've got a lot got a lot of stuff coming. I feel so like it was a dip, pleased. right? It was a dip, and now we're starting to the steam is picking up again. You know, it was described to me actually earlier today as uh, the shock, the shock of everything that happened. Yeah, wearing off a little bit finally, 
Now we're getting back to what we know, and that's yeah, we, got, we got the boxing to, gloves back on. We're back in the yep, ring, trying to entertain people. So we are uh, we're we're very pleased that you, as our audience, have decided to come along for that little journey, and uh, we got a lot more stuff coming. We've got a lot more stuff coming your way. Uh, so thank you for joining us on this uh, on this episode of the Backstage Pass podcast. My name is Mike, and my name is Sal. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, we're going to see you next week. Big exciting announcement next week. Guest on next week's episode, Judd Hirsch. Judd, Judd Hirsch? Hirsch is going to be here. The Judd Hirsh? Very, the Judd Hirsch? Taxi's Judd Hirsch? Taxi's Judd Hirsch. Independence so, Day Judd Hirsch. That Superior Donuts Judd Hirsch. Oh, my One goodness. and the same. Folks, we are so pleased that you decided to come and uh, hang out with us for about a half hour. Thanks very much. We're going to see you next week. Bye. Backstage Pass podcast is hosted by Mike McCord and Sal Prizio. We are a production of Collaborative Studios. Our theme music is Drifting Corners by Joseph McDade. We are produced by Allison Saliba, Mike McCord, and Sal Prizio, and executive produced by Jim Murphy. Special thanks to Philip Morris and all the folks at Proctor's Collaborative. We asked our boss, Gene, to share what she thought of the podcast, but the FCC has regulations, so...